0: beer please here and welcome to the
1: sparks spark show, show where we got comedy news and two forgettable digs with sparks you've got tiny wrists Pike
0: hates french toast and your children and
1: you the committee. yo what up fucker subscribe now and become a committee member
0: let's rock
1: that's what i'm talking about Hi, Pike. How are you, sir? Good. Oh, don't, good. Don't start off with a yawn. Come on, bro. What are you doing I here? Know, norm,
0: n- normally, I wait till we get to the finance stuff, but uh
1: <laughs> came in hot with one today. <laughs> oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You good? I know you're waking up early. You're doing that morning show this week, so it's, it's a, a little rough, I imagine. sleep 3 a.m.
0: My alarm Ooh. goes off. Ooh.
1: Yeah, really, um, Brutal.
0: really, yeah, makes you go, what the fuck are we doing here?
1: <laughs> Every morning. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it is nice once you roll out of work and, you know, it's, it's, uh, mid morning, early afternoon type is- thing. You know, it's, that's nice. <laughs>
0: That is nice, but then you're still tired all day. It's like, yeah, oh, I have all this time to do shit. Well, guess what? You're miserably tired if you are even awake. It's true. Yeah. Very true. And then you got a nap, a and that off. steals time out of your day. I know. It's a whole thing. I know. <clears throat> yeah. And that's and that's just it. That's what I don't like about it. It's a whole thing. It is. It becomes your life. Yes, it does. You know. Whereas anybody else, it's like, nope. I go to bed at night like a normal person, and then I don't think about going to bed until. The next night when I go to
1: bed. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, when you do a morning, all you think about schedule. is your sleep schedule. All you do is think about, ah, oh, how am I am I going to get a nap today? And then also at night, you're like, well, I can't go out this time and do this because I have to wake up early in the morning and do this. It's the it, it, mornings is all doing morning radio is huh? all just s- like sleep. Uh, negotiating. <laughs> like, hustle. Awesome. <It's> yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, like it's like you're on the phone in a hostage situation. We're like, all right, well, just. Can you at least send out one nap? One nap at a time just to get us talking. Okay? Just to get the conversation going. Like, look, every time you call, I'm going to eliminate one nap. No, do not do that. We'll get you your plane. I promise. But you got to work with me here. Send out the children. Wait, what? Um, I don't. Yeah. Know, I'm, I'm confusing my metaphor, my whatever now analogy, whatever I'm doing. I'm getting it all confused. I am not well, confused. Who you are, Pike? You're not a financial advisor, are you? Not yet.
0: Not yet. Taking classes though. Mm. Every well, my, day my- on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: i know because it's like a lecture hall every every episode we're gonna change that we're gonna change that no i'm looking forward to well dude you know i've been doing well i haven't been doing it lately but a couple weeks ago i was doing it i was getting all the i heard that's ready i know we're way late on i heard that's, but i'll be honest i didn't grab a lot out of february so i'm having to go back and grab a lot so we're gonna get back to uh some i heard that's here i think next week i'm looking forward to it nice yeah exactly I am also not a financial advisor, but I'm at Sparks Radio on all social media. Uh, My wife calls me Matthew. That's my first name. Uh, My mother calls me Disappointment. (laughs) Come on now. She loves you. Uh, Yeah, no. Uh, Happy to be here, but uh, we got a good show for you today, man. Comedy and finance. They come together for kindness here on the show. We are going to be talking about fuck you money today.
0: Fuck you, money Ooh. today. Oh,
1: mm. my
0: favorite kind of money.
1: Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, dude, my favorite as well. I mean, oof, boy, I even got a movie clip for today. We're gonna watch a little bit of a movie.
0: Oh, you like the teacher rolling the TV in the room? Oh Ooh. yeah, dude. What do you see that? A movie, like, Oh
1: man, it's got that big, <laughs> insane. Like I am, I'm hauling giant spindles of electrical wire on the back of a semi, you know, that strap that goes over the TV. Oh yeah. That unnecessary massive strap. It looks like you're hauling a couch on the bed of a truck. He's like, dude, I'm just wheeling a TV down, down a hallway. This is necessary. It was a whole thing. You think they still have those? No. The
0: schools are so cheap, I'd be, I wouldn't be surprised. If I'm it was sure some do, days. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I imagine everybody just has a projector now and they just shine it on the wall or something,
0: yeah, you know, from a laptop,
1: we'll just... yeah. Or it's
0: like they all got iPads, so it's like a plane where everybody's got their own little
1: monitor. Oh, dude, that's not yeah. even teaching, bro. That's like you see these parents out at restaurants, they just are like, Hey, you want to go out to eat? Yeah, yeah, and they just hand their kids, Here's your headphones, here's your headphones here's your ipad <laughs> here's your ipad and then the parents can finally have a goddamn conversation by themselves they're like oh yeah could you sit it's here a... And
0: eat a steak well people criticize it but i i can't imagine i won't do that because <laughs> why would you know why would
1: you not I do you do it no i don't do that for a couple reasons oh, one, I'm too cheap to buy a goddamn iPad. They're really expensive. Ah. I don't have the money for that. True. Um, babysitter's two, more expensive. Babysitters are very expensive. It's like an iPad every time you want to go to a movie and dinner. It's like, oh my God. Way expensive. <laughs> but two, also, I want I want to engage with my children. I want them to... You have to teach them not to be animals in a restaurant setting. And the only way to do that is to... Take them out to a restaurant where they're animals. And you have to like just like, you have to like inject that knowledge into them so fast. You're like, we don't do that when we're here. You know, we sit at the table. You know, here's a crayon. Color with a crayon. Color with a You know, that kind of thing. Oh, that's the same thing. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, we were all taught that? not to behave like animals in a restaurant without an iPad. It's capable. We could do it. Okay, fine, Dad. All right. What a dad. I know. I'm such a dad. Such a, I'm a cheap ass dad. At least that's why I tell my wife when she wants to buy an iPad. I'm like, we were capable of learning. We didn't need the iPads, (laughs) honey. Really, I'm like, I don't want to buy an iPad. I don't want to. I mean, I want one, but I want one for me, not for my kids, because they'll break it and I'll have to buy three iPads. It's a whole fucking thing. Anyway. Oh. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Okay. Before we get on with the show any longer, this has been burning in the back of my mind. What would you name your son if you had one? <laughs> What's your son's name going to be? That, I will say that
0: the first thing that came to my mind, like if, if I'm just sharing what my first thought was, was yeah. Ezekiel. But that is not going to be it. it That'd not, be cool. In no way would that. Would it,
1: I, knew, I, uh, like it. I worked with a guy who named his son Ezekiel. They call him Zeke. Yep. I guess that is
0: a uh, Ezekiel Elliott's first name. So it's not like all Jew- it's not all Amish. No, it's Jewish, but it's, it's, a it's not. It's not a name, complete. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I just think of the uh, uh, what's his name? Weird Al, the Gangsta's Paradise, the Amish Paradise song. Oh sure, yeah. You remember that? Yeah, he of goes, course. Even Ezekiel thinks that my mind is gone.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think of Ezekiel oh. Rage from Mortal Kombat. Why do I not remember that character? Is that Mortal Kombat Ezekiel Rage, or is that am it's got to be something
0: else? Because Street Fighter. Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty versed on Mortal Kombat. Yeah, like for the record, you don't want to fuck with me.
1: On oh, Mortal Kombat. Ezekiel Rage is from Johnny Quest. <laughs> oh, there, there it is. <laughs> that makes sense yeah that's a great like pro wrestler name though. Ezekiel Rage. what a great yeah. come on. Come on if you think it's about okay it, whatever your last name is Ezekiel Rage Radio or whatever your last name is uh, Taylor. Ezekiel Rage Taylor. What do you think? Not good.
0: No okay. No. you can have that for your next child.
1: I'm not going to have a next child. I'm done. You sh- you sure? Are y'all snipped up? You have not the balls still up. or no? No. You're not. All right. No. I'm playing okay. with a fully loaded, fully loaded gun here. And I got like, armor piercing rounds. I don't know if you know this. Super sperm over here. It is a potent, potent mix a cocktail. If I'm putting a literal sense to the word of what I got going on down there. It is. Yeah. Dude. It's like I'm spitting what if, what if like uh acid. Like I'm freaking uh yeah. who spit acid if, in Mortal Kombat? Reptile.
0: That's right. What if I was impotent? What if you didn't what if I like we had been trying desperately to have a child and, and you just like went on this long thing
1: about how super
0: sperm you have?
1: <laughs> how fertile? Well He's, that's not I'm not sitting there to dig at you. I've known a lot of impotent what? people, you
0: know. No, I'm not, and I'm not. I, it would just be—I would just think that'd be funny if you're just going on and on, and you just see a tear. My fault, bro. Yeah,
1: just, Blake, why are you crying? Are you crying because you're jealous of my incredibly potent man juice, je- gentleman juice down there? Is that what you're <laughs> sad gross. about? Yeah, dude. Gross. Yeah. If you ever need me to melt a door handle, like a lock or something, just let me know. Give me like 30 seconds. And let me uh let me imagine something Jeez. here, and I can, yeah. Seriously. It's terrifying.
0: It's really gross. It <laughs> gr- grossing me out. I'm finished. Oh yeah, go. I'll go with Ezekiel, by the way. That's what that's the name I'm going to have. Nice. Um all right, here let me ask you this now. You got a cheese pizza. You can only put three toppings on it. What are you putting on it?
1: These are the worst. Let me ask you this questions of all time. Uh, <laughs> this is, it's at this <laughs> point in time when this segment is such a waste of time. Uh what am I put? First of all, everyone's gonna hate me. But the first two are pepperoni and pineapple. Like that's the greatest combination of a pizza topping of all time. And if you don't think pineapple goes on pizza, you're so wrong. You're a wholeheartedly wrong about that. It's amazing. Well,
0: I'm going to disagree because it's not good. It doesn't add anything. The pizza would be better without it. It's...
1: Edible. Now entering the tank factory. We're inside the tank factory, baby!
0: Come on home. I, I, I got to say, it's it's not, like, disgusting. I'll eat it. But I would just rather have every other kind of pizza before that. It's a
1: last. I can't believe you're saying this nonsense. Okay, Tank Factory just goes what it wants. I gotta fix that. Pepperoni, what is going on here? Pepperoni, pineapple, green pepper. Those are my, that's my topping. Okay. What do you got? That's gross. On me, I go, I think I'd go, fuck you.
0: I'd go barbecue chicken.
1: The Tank Factory.
0: Dude, factory <laughs> take factory
1: sucks. Take factory. It's not done. It's going to keep interrupting us, but go ahead. Uh, now it should be done. Now it should be done. I got to fix that.
0: Barbecue chicken, onion, and...
1: Ooh, this is a toughie. I'd go, like, maybe a mushroom or a black olive. Okay, I'm with you on the barbecue chicken and onion. That's phenomenal. <clears throat> However, I don't even consider that really pizza at that point. I mean, you're just you're you're basically eating like a like a, a chicken cheese roll. I mean, barbecue chicken on top of pizza is you're combining different foods yeah. now. I, you know, you're not, not it's not just pizza. Yeah, it's a novelty
0: thing. Okay, just tradition. Then I would go with sausage, onion, Ooh. and
1: mushrooms. Ooh, see, I'm, I don't like mushrooms, but I would eat them. You know what I mean? I'd be like, ar, ar, Frank, you ordered the pizza from sausage and mushroom. I'll take a slice. You know, I'm in. I'll, I'll eat it. Good. You're, like, you're not going to pick them off like a child? No, no. I don't pick off any ingredients off of pizza if someone else bought it. You know what I mean? If I'm over at somebody's, it doesn't matter what the pizza is. I'm eating it. It's pizza. I'm chowing it down. Still delicious. Ah, I love that
0: about you. Yeah, Unless man. you're going to give them to me. You can... You can pick them off and give them to me.
1: I'd ask you, be Stack like, dude, them. do you like mushrooms like a lot? And be like, yeah, be like, you can have mine. I don't need to pick them up. Then does that make me seem like a little bitch about the whole thing? Like then you see me picking off the mushrooms or or is that being nice? No, little bitch. Okay. But then I'd eat them. I don't wanna I, I my masculinity would be uh <laughs> tested about mushrooms. I would just eat the mushrooms. Like, I'm a man. Arr. You have any more mushrooms? That's right. I can't enjoy anything in my life because I must keep this fake facade of my masculinity in front of everyone. Arr, mushrooms. Arr. God, I love mushrooms. I'm a man. I eat everything. Arr, I'm a man. Really, on my insides, I'm crying because I'm like, I can't come to terms with who I am. And they say being a man is easy. It's not. We can't even enjoy our own pizza, for God's sakes. Well, Either way, Pike, I'm glad you're here. We got the news that matters coming on up here. But, dude, I mentioned one thing in episode, I think it was 376. Episode 376. Yeah. And I talked about having that that uh, that emergency fund is the closest thing you can have to fuck you money. Remember that? Fuck you money. Oh, I remember it. Yes. Mm, 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 mm. Well, today we're talking about fuck you money and how to get some. Cause I got a lot of people messaging me talking about, be like, dude, what's fuck you money? I want fuck you money. I'm like, yeah, you do. Everybody wants it. Okay, so strap in, cause I'm gonna tell you what it is and how to get it. Are you ready? Yes. Good. The goal for a lot of people, and I think people are a little misconstrued about this, cause the the goal for a lot of people is to become rich or to become a millionaire, and like that's gonna solve all of their problems. Which Pike? I know you are a sports nut, and you know oh, as well as yes. I do that these athletes—they get a bunch of cash. And just because you get a bunch of cash does not mean that your problems are solved. Because if you're shitty with money now, you get a bunch of. Um, uh, let's say you're shitty with money now. You're gonna be sh- even shittier when you have millions and dollar millions of dollars. Am I right? Absolutely. Most of the time, yeah. Sports Illustrated said 78% of NFL players who are retired after only two years file for bankruptcy. What? 78% of retired Jesus. NFL players file for bankruptcy after two years, dude.
0: You got to consider, though, that a majority of NFL players only last two years, maybe. Sure. They're not the ones you, you yeah, they're not the ones you hear about. They're not, you know, Aaron Rodgers or Devontae Adams or other great all time <sighs> NFL grades.
1: Right. But what are they? They're still making millions of dollars. Uh, not
0: necessarily. The league uh, minimum is like seven seven hundred and fifty thousand.
1: So Okay. So seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, you play for a couple years, you're a millionaire. Okay, I'll concede. Okay, thank you. Yes. so you are a millionaire after you leave. And, dude, like, kickers are getting, like, 1.2, 1.4 mil. And they're, like, no-name kickers. Okay? Yeah. <clears throat> you're That's making cash. If you get to the NFL, you're making bank. You're making good money. And to file for bankruptcy after only two years is, holy shit, bad with cash. Like, what are you doing with your money? It's pretty amazing. And
0: how... Naive are you thinking like that? You're going to have this illustrious career. Like you got to know in your head. All right, shit. I'm lucky to be here. This might not last real long. Yeah. Let's like store this away. Yeah. Again, where they come from, they that's just not not in their brain.
1: Well, that's what Preston was. Preston's here watching live. He says because they're giving their money to their families as well, and I get that. But dude, you can build. In my opinion, you can build generational wealth. When you're making seven hundred G's a year. Like you can set yourself yeah. up for the future to give your family money, to make you money, to give your kids and grandkids money when you're making a paycheck of seven hundred K a year.
0: <clears throat> it's not impossible. I would hope so. No, yeah. I would hope so.
1: Dude, I got I I've been lucky enough to interview Bill Burr a couple times. <clears throat> oh wow. Known and racist Bill Burr? Yeah, right. Not not a racist at all. Yeah, I know what you mean. Because Twitter's stupid. That's, but my uh, my takeaway from one the last time I got to interview him. <clears throat> and I thought he... First of all, I love Bill Burr. I think he's a brilliant man. Comedically, but also now financially. Because when I was talking to him, he goes... <clears throat> I can't remember what he said. He said something like... Yeah, you know, I paid off my house to get all these bankers off my back. And I go really you bought your house all right and he goes yeah you know you never know how long this is gonna last so you gotta you gotta uh you gotta make sure that you're covered afterwards i go so wait a minute bill burr you're like one of the most popular comedians on planet earth right now and you're saying you don't know how long it's gonna last like you're preparing for your downfall and he goes yeah of course (laughs) like (laughs) First of all, that's so Bill Burr to say, yeah, of course I am. Yeah, I'm not going to sit up here forever. It's going to collapse. It's all going to come down. I'm going to become Andrew Dice Clay in a couple years. You know what I mean? Stop playing in arenas and play theaters again or clubs. And, you know, I was like, damn. yeah. To be that consciously aware is, in my opinion, invaluable. So shout out to Bill Burr because he... Dude, he did it. He got that fuck you money, and you're absolutely right, Pike. Just like the NFL players, you're saying, you gotta squirrel some away. You gotta take care of your foundation. Uh, also, 60% of NBA players after five years of retirement file for bankruptcy. So this is like... This is as much of a problem, in my opinion, as like the brain damage arguments and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> you, you spend your whole life, your whole childhood adolescence young adulthood Mm -hmm. becoming the best you can that's your one discernible skill that you are fully focused on and then after that's over in like two years because you blew out your acl you got two years of like let's say you got 1.4 mil because you made 700 grand a year i'm not even including taxes but we'll say endorsements make up for some you got to make that 1.4 million dollars rest last you the rest of your life until you can find another way into some other thing. It's like, dude, you better be amazing with cash. So they, the NFL should really take a look at that and help these guys out with financial education.
0: I know, and I think they're doing better. And it's a lot of times like the older players who are helping these young guys, which is commendable. Good, but at the end of the day, you gotta you gotta do it for yourself.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. Well, this brings me to. Uh, lotto winners real quick because the national endowment of financial education said 70% of large lotto winners they go bankrupt in three years or less mm-hmm. 70% so people are just in general really really shitty with money it's just a thing The people can't handle they gotta got stop giving the lottery
0: to like these toothless motherfuckers in Mississippi You know, why is it that they always win?
1: Totally disagree. They should absolutely give those toothless motherfuckers money, except for they should also mandatory give them a financial planner. Like here you have to. (laughs) It's almost like we're going to give you weekly withdrawals on this money every time you see a financial advisor. You know, it's like a little incentive. Yeah. Go see it and get more cash. Go see, because you got to think those toothless motherfuckers, they need cash. and But they can help out their whole community. They can help out yes. their people in their little niche, pull everybody else out of poverty, rather than sit there and blow it on dumb shit. I mean, right. you win the lottery, you have every right to blow it on dumb shit. But I'm just saying, make sure you're, you're covered. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're talking about fuck you money, which is amazing. It's an amazing thing. So fuck you, money is enough money to put your life on stable ground forever. And I have this clip. This is from, I know you're a Mark Wahlberg fan, Pike. I am. Love love Mark. Have you seen,
0: uh, sorry, I can't even think of a movie he was in. Uh,
1: well, this uh, is a Mark Wahlberg movie I pulled the clip from. Ah! Well, then let's go. How about this one? This is The Gambler. Have you ever seen the movie The Gambler?
0: Yes. and I love gambling and I love Mark Wahlberg, but yeah,
1: this movie is great and very stressful. This movie was not very good. I I don't recommend it except for the scene. So I disagree with you, Pike, but this scene was amazing. This scene made the movie. Can't you just say it was good? No, the scene was great. We just John Goodman was great. Other than that, this oh, movie yeah. was not great. Movie was bad, but check this out. Okay, I'm going to play it. It's about 40 seconds long. Then we're going to go back and dissect it. Okay
0: okay you get up two and a half million dollars any asshole in the world knows what to do you get a house with a 25 year roof an indestructible Jap economy shitbox, box you put the rest into the system of three to five percent to pay your taxes and that's your base get me that's your fortress of fucking solitude that puts you for the rest of your life at a level of fuck you somebody wants you to do something Fuck
1: you boss pisses you off
0: Fuck you own your house have a couple bucks in the bank don't drink. That's all I have to say to anybody at any social level. Did your grandfather take risks? Yes. I guarantee he did it from a position of "fuck you."
1: All right. So there you go. There's uh, there's John Goodman. Mark Wahlberg in his one line that he delivered poorly, in my opinion. Yes. What? <laughs> how many ways? How many ways are there to say yes? Dude, the whole time Mark Wahlberg's got his arm up like this. He just goes. Yes, I've been up. I've been up two and a half. I've been up. uh, I'm like, oh God, this is bad, bad. There's no context.
0: If you see the whole movie, it'll make sense. No, don't get me wrong. That way, I think
1: Mark Wahlberg's great. I have no problem with Mark Wahlberg. I'm blaming the director on this one. Writing was good. (laughs) Acting, well, except for that, acting was okay. John Goodman was amazing. Lighting, cinematography, great. Directing, shitty. So let's talk about. The fuck you part? What John Goodman's sitting here talking about, dude? You get to a level, fuck you, and I think that should be our goal, Pike. I think that should be your goal. I think that should be my goal. I think that should be everybody's goal.
0: It's very uh, sexy to think about. Mm. My God, like you, like you can't watch that scene and not get like, you know, a little bit, a little bit of a tent in your pants.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know, dude. It's crazy, because in this movie, John Goodman is playing a loan shark, and it comes from... The best advice in the movie comes from the loan shark, which uh, is pretty hilarious. But yeah, he's absolutely right. It puts a little bit of a tent in your pants, and it makes you feel... It makes you feel awesome. And he says, once you've got enough money, you don't just blow it for the hell of it for some frivolous thrills. You build a foundation with it. This forever puts you in a position of fuck you. And that's what I want to talk about. The money that makes you... Put in, be put in the ultimate position, Pike. comfort, safety, control, negotiation, leverage. Oh God, that's what we want. We don't just want to become rich. We don't just want to be, you know, a millionaire and you don't need to be a millionaire in order to be in the position of fuck you. And I think that is, that is what we need to focus on here because you you don't need a ton of money to do it. It's, it's not impossible to be in that position. And I think if you set a goal, we can get to it. So in this example, John Goodman defined it as owning your house outright and putting enough into the market where you're constantly making three to five percent of your money back every year. And then when you use that to pay taxes on said house, right? Your property taxes. Right. That that, even, yeah. But- even after you buy your house, you gotta pay property taxes on it.
0: Which is why a lot of people win shit, and then they have to sell it because they can't afford the taxes. You know, they, people give away houses and all that.
1: Exactly. So brilliant. Really, uh, it's brilliant. So you put the money in the market, you get three to five percent. That goes to your property taxes. You're now living literally rent free for the rest of your life, and that is what he says is the foundation of fuck you money. Now, it doesn't have to be specifically that. Your idea of fuck you can, can stray from that one definition. It's not a bad idea. If that's your goal, go for it. I 100% think that's a brilliant idea. I love it. That's what Bill Burr was doing, right? So mm-hmm. it can be different, though. You could uh, say you want to travel around the world constantly. You want to kind of live like a nomad. There's a lot of people that do that. You can have a constant withdrawal rate of 4% on your index fund. This is known as the four percent rule, and we'll talk about that later. But essentially, that's the four percent you can scrape off the top. Every year your index fund grows by a four percent. You take that money and you live off that four percent and you can travel the world. That's fuck you money. Okay. No one can touch you. That movie's that money's gonna grow in perpetuity. You got it. You never have to worry about a dime in your life. Another way you could do it could be rental houses that you've paid off. And it's just bringing in constant cash flow every month. You just get rental property money. And then you don't need your job. You're just working essentially for the hell of it to get even more cash. Maybe you just want you can quit. Boss pisses you off one day. Fuck you. I'm out. Right. And you can do that without any kind of impact to your own financial life. That to me is the ultimate power. And guess what? You don't need to be a millionaire to do it. So that's how I define fuck you buddy it's enough it's, money uh go ahead what do you think it is well it's exactly what you
0: said um i just like i'm sorry <laughs> i'm just like f- fantasizing about how i can how i can get it how i can do it yeah so just go keep keep talking okay um,
1: i don't want this to be a lecture i want it to be a conversation but i i get really carried away because i typed out bullet points and then i go oh okay next bullet point oh okay next bullet point
0: well we can talk about it um what well, about, okay, so you,
1: we'll go ahead. I was going to say, what <clears throat> What do you think about your own personal, like, where are you at on this? What would be your idea of fuck you money?
0: Well, at some point, I'm going to have to get really lucky in some way. Because at this trajectory, I don't, I don't know if it's happening. Bullshit. You know? <laughs> I
1: mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, we all need to get lucky in some way of financially. I get it. But, dude, in my opinion, I think right now you could start building your base for fuck you money. You're right, and I should do that. I yeah. don't know how.
0: I don't know how.
1: Well, we're going to get to how. We're I'm going to throw some ideas out to you right now. But what do you okay. think? Like, what would be your, what would be your goal? Do you want to own a house outright? Do you want to travel the world? Do you want to retire by the time you're fifty? Like, what's your, like, what's the goal? Well,
0: as I shared earlier, I'm just trying not to die. That's numero uno. Um, after that, you yeah. know. I would like to like i would like to own a home you know but as you know in my situation it's just net it, up till this point has just not made sense so yeah. now you, now you got me at least thinking like okay if i can't buy a home for me because it doesn't make sense can i buy a home as like a rental property but that's just without any sort of research or thinking because sure. maybe that's totally unattainable you know it doesn't make that doesn't make any sense i don't know what goes into it what you need what but it's a thought at least you got me thinking that
1: why not why can't i do that dude i've got i've got a seriously great idea for you coming up here on how to get fuck you money that could work perfectly for your situation if you want to own a home and i'll tell you about that when we when we get to it because i'm going to give some ideas but yeah seriously Uh, color me is intrigued (laughs) I'll be here listening. No, I want you actively involved. I feel bad. It's uh, not a not a lecture. What do, you, what do you always call this? My seminars? It's not I always seminar. say seminar, yeah. I'm not selling <laughs> anything. I'm not selling anything at the end of this. Um, I guess the only thing I am selling is the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. Uh, that's right. Sign up for the Patreon. You get a bunch of bonus stuff and all kinds of hilarious extra content. Um... I've totally forgot to do the whole subscribe and thumbs up thing. Shit. I'm bad at that. All right. Let's keep it going here. I got, I got too excited about fuck you money. I had a movie clip today. I was so excited about it. So cool. I define it as enough money that allows you to live comfortably and completely free of the tropes that society tries to place you in. So as, as long as you can do that, then then you could have fuck you money. Okay. If you don't come from money, the only way to get that kind of money Is going to be sacrifice. You're not going to get it being comfortable where you are right now. You're going to have to do something outside of your normal routine in order to get that level of cash.
0: So, let's break it down. What what if I just want to enjoy my life now?
1: You can enjoy your life now. I'm not saying not. I'm not saying not. I'm just saying you're going to have to... Pike, you're not... You work... I mean, it's not a 9 to 5 but it's a essentially you go to a job every day you have a certain set hours you work you come home and you don't work so like we talked about in the wealth pillars you're not going to get ahead fast enough to create the fuck you money by just trading your Time for money. You're gonna to have to do something more. You're gonna to have to do something else other than that. And that's where I talk about the sacrifice. That's where you're gonna have to you're gonna have to work for it. Because you're not a trust fund kid. You know, you're not you're not born into money. Unless you win the lotto, you're gonna to have to work for it. That's just how the world works. That's what I'm talking right. about.
0: Okay. My dad was a public servant, he put fires out for a living. There's no there's no trust fund.
1: No trust fund. Okay. None. Yeah. I'm not. I'm, anyway, not I'm not a trust fund kid either. What are
0: you talking about? I'm not. I wasn't attacking you. I was. Oh, it was okay. a commentary. It was a commentary on my dad's
1: career. That's great. That's Your dad is a sounds like a wonderful man. Just wanted to bond well, with he's... his son and was denied that <laughs> yeah. opportunity time and time again. <laughs> okay. Enough about daddy. Yeah. So listen to this. This is this is how we get it. You ask how do you get it. This is how you get it. Okay. okay? It it starts with a goal. What do you want? What does fuck you money mean to you? Is it just a set number in a bank account? Cuz it can be that. I wouldn't recommend it being that. I would I would get a tangible goal. Like an a, an actual set goal. I want to have 10 rental properties. Each one needs to cash flow $1,000 per month and then I will have $10,000 a month income for the rest of my life as these properties just rented out, right? If you want that, yeah, that's, that's an actual goal. It can be, I want to buy my house outright and then have enough money in the market to pay for the property taxes. That's fuck you money, got it. Uh, it could be traveling the world and then you have that constant withdrawal rate out of your funds. Yeah. That's fuck you money. Nobody can tell you what to do. You can just, you, you're you living your life your way. So you have to calculate that number. It always starts with a calculation. It always starts with how much is it gonna cost me and how do I get to that number, right? So figure that out. Figure out that number of fuck you, okay? Then okay. once you've got that number, you start working and putting everything towards that number to achieve it. And this is why I'm gonna say, If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back to episode 376 and listen to, it's titled The Exact Steps uh, to Control Your Money. Listen to that episode 376 to get your finances in order. That's how you start achieving this, okay? That's how you start working towards your goal. Get get those down first, and then you start working towards this goal, because that way you can put everything towards this goal. So go back, listen to episode 376. You could work extra jobs to create extra income. You can uh, get some passive income, income stream where you're making money while you sleep. There's ways to do that. Maybe you build WordPress plugins. Make sure, maybe Pike, you're a musician. You write songs that you put up online specifically to have people download and play in the background of YouTube videos or gaming streams or something. You know what I mean? There's, there's, yeah. Maybe you're a photographer and you put your photos on a stock image site and people pay for your pay for the stock photo, it just sits there, it's passive. It just makes a bunch of money while you're sleeping. That's the goal, right? There's a bunch of different ways you could do that. Find out what your skill is, turn that into passive income. There's another way you could do it. You can live on less, so I would recommend testing it out. You don't have to commit right away, but just take a month, try living on less that month, than you normally live on, and then guess what? If you find out, you're like, hey, this isn't so bad, I'm still kind of comfortable, I'm not miserable, then guess what? That fuck you number just dropped as well. You don't need as much to live on, so you don't need to yeah. save as much, and then your number drops. Does that make sense? Definitely, yeah. Okay, it's like I got two side, more.
0: Side-by-side side bar graph. One goes up, the other the other goes down. Now you're talking, I mean... You're right, Um. Income versus what you have, how much money you make versus how much money you spend. You know, the further those two fucking numbers are apart, the better. Am I right?
1: Exactly. Okay. Profit to earning ratio. That's what the you know stock market's always talking about. Profits to earnings, dude. So that's it. That's what I would have said.
0: I'm trying to dumb it down for everybody. Okay.
1: No, you're right. That's exactly it, dude. (laughs) Yeah, it's like losing weight. It's the same thing. It's like how many calories are eating towards how many calories are you burning. Cause that's it. That's all you got to do in order to lose weight. Easier said than done. That's yeah, but but that's it.
0: Stop worrying about so much about you know carbs and I can't do this. And I can't do that. No, fucking burn more calories. Eat less calories. Ta da!
1: <laughs> I want Pike as my personal trainer. After uh, yeah. You're like, that's $1,500, please. But you just said, ta-da. I'm like, that's it. I told you. That ta-da cost you $1,500. Money, please. There.
0: That's a little side hustle. Good idea. Yeah, okay. dude. Right.
1: Ta-da. It's called ta-da personal training. <laughs> You're like, what's, well, how, how fat are you? Okay. How much do you want to weigh? Okay. Well, I got an idea for you. Eat less, move more. Ta-da! Money, please. I got my. I need yeah. to get to my fuck you call or
0: whatever. it is. The best personal trainer. I don't know. Uh, like, do not don't we have to go to a gym or are we meeting at, at the park or?
1: No, no, it's just a phone call. It's phone just call. one phone call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how much you're eating right now? Yeah. Eat less. Do you know how much you move right now? Yeah. Move more. That's it. That's all you got to do. That's that's weight loss.
0: Ta-da! Ta-da!
1: <laughs> Ta-da! Hold on, I gotta take another call. Hold on one sec. Yeah, hello. Yeah, yeah. Ta-da! <laughs> You're basically the new Pretty... What's Up guy.
0: What's Up guy?
1: Yeah, the bar are oh, What's, what's that, Up. That, yeah. <laughs> Ta-da!
0: Pretty soon, I just have a Zoom call of like 12 people at once. Like, are you guys all ready? Y'all listening? Okay, ready? Ta-da! <laughs> Thanks for coming. See you guys.
1: <laughs> oh my god! I know how to lose weight now. It's amazing. It's a miracle. <laughs> I love tada personal training. That's my yeah, favorite. I'm seeing it
0: like flash, flash across like news headlines, like latest trend in diet. The tada trainer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting down with the Today Show. Fucking New York Times writing about me.
1: I dogs. love it. You've heard of South Beach. You've heard of Atkins. Now let's talk about the Tada diet. It's pretty amazing. So tell. Now what's the premise
0: of your 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 diet? Well, basically, what I do, and then I just recap what we have talked what about. What we so just far. talked. It's really just two yeah. sentences. Yeah. <laughs> how much? How much you weigh? How much you want to weigh? All right.
1: Do you, anyway, we know. We got yeah. it. Yeah, I love, love it. it. I love it. Ta-da. Well, it's the same thing with, you know, the fuck you money. The less you can live on, by the way, the less you can live on is really, it's, that's another powerful thing, dude. Like having fuck you money is powerful because it's almost like, it's almost like a uh, a proxy for confidence where you can, you know, I'm not saying money equals confidence, but it doesn't hurt. When you have a bunch of money in your bank account and you don't need your job where you're working, you're kind of more confident. You're going to be like, yeah, whatever. You know, I'm not afraid to go ask my boss for a raise now because I got enough money in the bank. I'm not afraid to up and quit. I don't need this shit, you know? And you're going, ah, hey, I need you to work extra hours this weekend. No, no, I'm not going to do that. You know, what are you going to do? Fire me? Fine, whatever. You know, it's just, it's an amazing thing. So you do become more confident. Um, right. I would say I got two more. And the last one is for you, Pike. Okay? This is look for the hidden benefits of your fuck you life. And I mean, there's like a ton of different ways. So geo-arbitrage is the thing that a lot of like personal finance people talk about. It's where it's like living abroad, living around the world. Obviously, it's not going to be as expensive in some countries as it is living in the United States. So... If you want fuck you money, they call it geo arbitrage, which is just a fancy fucking way of saying, hey, we can just go live in Thailand for a lot less money. I can live off $10 a day rather than $100 a day here in the United States. You know? Okay. That's an interesting. I've
0: never heard that idea.
1: Yeah. And you can eat for, you know, every meal costs like a dollar in Thailand, dollar to three dollars, which is pretty cheap. Rent is like $10 a month, 50 bucks a month. That's a lot cheaper. So then your FU money doesn't need to be a lot at all. That's what I mean. You don't need to be a millionaire to have like fuck you money. If you want to go live in Thailand, you obviously need less money than you would living in New York City or LA or any city in the United States. And it's not just Thailand. There's countries all over the world that are pretty safe and also very cheap. And if you love okay. traveling, then these people, they just bounce around to these countries and they get to see the world. They interact with people and they don't have to live on a lot of money and they're good to go because they saved up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You, know? well, you mentioned pretty safe. I, w- I was going to say my my biggest concern here is that your fuck you money is going to lead you to a uh, guy with a you know, machine gun money. Yeah.
1: You back of your head. Yeah, yeah. I think you should just research countries. I mean, don't get me wrong. People dude, people around the world. Think the United States is insanely deadly. It's very scary here with how many mass shootings we have, how many guns, how many robberies, how many murders we have. It's like murder capital of the world. You know what I mean? It's like, look at cities like Baltimore. Yeah. If you were just reading the news, you would never want to visit Baltimore. York or even Cleveland or Detroit or LA or New York where you think you're going to get mugged all the time or, you know what I mean? Like I have a feeling majority of the world is relatively safe. I would do some research. Like I've been to Venezuela, not safe at all. I would never recommend going there uh, unaccompanied by like some locals. It's, It's getting pretty bad. You know what I mean? In terms of like, Oh look at that guy! We should kidnap him and steal his cash. And that's real. Sequestro yeah. Express. I
0: was talking to a lady the other day who's from Venezuela, and I said, "Oh, my friend, his uh, his wife is from Venezuela, and they went there one time." And she's like, "Ooh, <laughs> yeah," he said it was kind of <laughs> scary. She's like, "Yeah, we that's why we left." I'm like, "Oh, makes sense."
1: Yeah, yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah, no, no stopping at red lights. Don't visit a country where they don't stop at red lights. Like. No, we just go, bro. You stop at a red light, you're getting carjacked. So you just go. That's nuts. Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, oh, uh, geo-arbitrage is the thing. Here's yours. This is just for you, Pike. And this is an important one. If you're like Pike and you are like living a normal life and working a normal job with a paycheck and all that kind of stuff. This is now it, leverage. We could do I can spend a year talking about leverage. So I'm just going to briefly touch on this and we'll go into more detail in the later episodes. But leverage, dude, it's all about leverage. Okay. There's power and risk in borrowing money from people. But it will get you towards your fuck you number faster if you use it right. Okay, yeah. so if you take a personal loan or you take a... uh. uh small business loan or if you take one of these things and you fuck it up yeah it puts you in the hole but also if you do something right with it you're going to make a lot more money you're going to increase your average salary for example let's say you get a business loan you have a great idea for a business you take out a, a business loan you open up that business you're probably going to be making more money and a successful business as you the owner and operator than you would working for a company that is a successful business as an employee. Obviously, the guy owning the business is making the most amount of money. That's why he owns the business. So it'll get you to that number faster. Two, here's your thing, Pike, home loans. A lot of people understand leverage when it comes to home loans because the idea of taking out a mortgage is commonplace and they understand it. It's a little bit easier to digest. However, Pike, you're thinking, Does it make sense to buy a home, especially when I'm in radio and we end up moving around a lot and that's kind of stuff, right? Yes. That's what I'm wondering. This is, this is perfect for you, dude. This is what people do. You get a home loan. It's called the live in flip. Okay. So, okay. Home loan. You've never even owned a home before. Am I right? Correct. So you can get a first time home buyers grant. They'll give you money being a first time home buyer. I can't remember how much it is. But it's like 7,000, 10,000 bucks. Free? Okay. Okay. So, come up with come up with 20% of your house. Now, don't buy your dream home. Think about it in the future for like a rental property. Okay? Or think okay. about it in terms of Resale value. Don't just go there and be like, "I want a five bedroom, four bath home, and it costs nine hundred thousand dollars." No, your first home. Think about a live in flip. This is how you can use leverage to build your your cash. So the live in flip is like you go and you find a house. It's a fixer upper. It's a shithole, but it's in a great area. Okay? okay, nobody wants to buy it. It's probably like a foreclosure or a short sale or something. You buy that house because it's under market value. The bank is trying to get it off their books because the bank is underwater on it, right? The, the bank, they owe more on the house than it's worth or whatever. Yeah. Because they the last owner destroyed it. You buy that house. You live in it for two years. Mm-hmm. While you're living in it for two years, you're fixing it up because you're in there. You don't have to worry about anything. You're just fixing it up. You don't have to worry about fixing it up with a tenant or anything like that. You're essentially, you're living in and then you're going to flip it. So it's called a live and flip. So you live in it, you fix it for two years. After two years, since it's your primary home, when you go to sell it, you don't have to pay capital gains taxes on it, on that money you just made from the sale. Okay. So you're getting a tax advantage. You're getting first time home buyer credit, which is free money. Tax advantage, which is more money. Then at the same time, You just put in sweat equity in the property for two years. You just fix it up. You just became handyman pike. You learn a bunch of skills. You fixed up a bunch of stuff. So when you go to sell it, you've put equity in. Hopefully you've done a good job and the home is worth more money. Now when you go to sell it and you just essentially live somewhere for free for two years.
0: Dude, exciting. My only concern and you as somebody who right now is kind of, re you know reworking a house i have like no knowledge or no skills when it comes to that at all so are you confident in me being able to figure that out like via the fucking internet or something
1: yeah 100 okay okay you're not an idiot that makes idiot. me feel better yeah Dude, no anybody no that's not, not, an not idiot. no that's what i mean anybody who's not an idiot can learn how to do around the house projects and we're talking just like facelift stuff, like just to make it you know Well, it depends on the house. I can't give you examples yeah. because, I mean, you might need to get a contractor in there for X and Y and to do whatever. But if if it's going to increase the actual value of the home, then those are the repairs you want to make. If you put in new yeah. kitchen countertops, I wouldn't recommend you putting in new kitchen countertops. You kind of need a crew of dudes and professionals to do that but it will make your kitchen worth a lot more because it's updated. You've invested money into the home. Uh, homes appreciate in value. Typically it's not always, they don't always, but on average they do. That's what I'm saying. Buy the shittiest house in the nicest neighborhood, live in it for two years while you're there, you fix it up. Now you're going to have to put up with hammers and nails and, uh, you know your wife is gonna have to put up with paint buckets and tarps and all you know like that's what I did in my first home that's what I did and it is a pain in the ass and you're tripping all over the place and it's like God I, can, I, can I finish this this weekend but I mean it's the it's the in my opinion it's the easiest way to leverage your money finding the house is the hardest part finding the home finding a, the right home in the right neighborhood is the hardest part, because everybody else is trying to do it. But not everybody wants to put in that equity, that sweat equity. They don't want to fix it themselves. I think it's something like 90% of first-time home buyers, they want a turnkey home. So if you can get that, flip it after two years, or you don't even have to flip it, then you could turn it into a rental property. You can refinance it at a lower monthly mortgage rate, and then you can rent it out as a rental property. You can do a lot with it. That's why I personally, I really like real estate because you—it's real estate works really well with leverage. Now don't get me wrong, if you buy in the wrong neighborhood, the economy tanks, 2008 happens, all of a sudden you're fucking underwater on this house. But that's why you go for a cheaper home in a, in a neighborhood that you think is going to, you're gonna be able to get your dollars and cents back on that. So that's all I'm saying. Is there a risk of course. There's inherent risk in it. But if you're trying to get to that fuck you number faster, that's how you do it, dude.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a lot better risk than, you know, some of the bullshit risks you would take otherwise. I mean, you're right. You got to go for it if that's your goal. Yeah. You're going to have to.
1: That's I, what I that's what I, I was I want- doing in Vegas. I bought a house. Uh it was in a, it's in a, it was in a decent neighborhood. But the guy like trashed it. You went to my house. You saw it. the neighborhood was fine. You know, it seemed fine. Yeah, I you lived in a nice neighborhood. Yeah. I didn't have any problems with my neighbors. I had no I mean, no real problems with my neighbors. There was, uh, you know, the guy, though, that owned it before me. I, it was a short sale. Dude, it looked like he had changed the oil of his car in the middle of the living room. The carpet was black. There was like dog shit ground into the carpet as well. The walls were scratched. The cabinets were broken. There was no backyard. It was just dirt because it's Vegas. Like he didn't install a backyard. It smelled horrible. I mean, it was just, it was never going to sell. The only kind of person that was going to buy this home was going to be me who wanted to fix it up, get the equity out. Does that make sense? So. Absolutely. That's, that's what you got to look for. That's what you got to look for for you personally in your situation. Cause you're like, yeah. does it buy, does it make sense to buy a house when you're in radio? In that regards, right. I would say,
0: yeah. Yeah, man. Dude, where were you five years ago? <laughs> I'm
1: kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway. That's uh there's your FU money. I hope you go out and I hope you get it because that's what I'm trying to get, and that's what uh I think we're all trying to get, not just become rich, but I think to get that s- stability. You know. I'm trying. Yeah, that's what I want. All right, enough of my talking. You ready for the news that matters? Okay. Yes, this is the news that matters. Yes, this is the news that matters. Holy shit. So, here's a couple
0: guys that I would say they're bad guys, okay? A couple bad boys, 21 years old. They stole this dude's vehicle, all right? So, they're driving around in a stolen SUV. This is in Maryland. And they're driving along the road, like, boop, 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 and they see on the side of the road, there's a guy pulled over. Looks like he's got a flat tire. And so, these two dudes that have just stolen this vehicle, they're thinking, you know what? Maybe we can change. Maybe we can (laughs) be good people for once. So... They pull over to help this dude with the flat tire. They get out, they start looking at it, they're gonna fucking jack it up or whatever. Meanwhile, the dude that's down on the ground looking at this tire gets up, gets in their vehicle, starts backing away like he's jacking their vehicle which has already been stolen by them. So now you got a a fucking second vehicle being stolen. (laughs) Problem is he backs up, hits the curb, gets stuck. So now he he panics, he gets out of the car with a gun. He puts a gun on these two other dudes who are also criminals, <laughs> and the police show up. So now the guy throws the gun and runs away, gets arrested. Other two guys also arrested. Turns out the guy with the gun had also stolen the vehicle with the flat tire. So <laughs> fucking stolen vehicle. Other guys, stolen vehicle, all arrested, facing a slew of charges. Whoa. And it's just the most perfect full circle Bunch of dodos committing crimes, getting getting busted.
1: So, what state was this in? Can we guess? Do you have the state? I already
0: I already said, remember? No,
1: I must not have been listening. Well,
0: if, you didn't, if you didn't hear it, then feel free to guess. Yeah.
1: Texas. This sounds like a very Texas story. Nope. I missed it. Damn it. I missed it. I totally didn't hear it. What state is it?
0: Think smaller. Most states are smaller than
1: Texas. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's the second biggest <laughs> state, isn't it? Uh, okay.
0: Yeah, so it's it's not Alaska. Um, thanks. Yeah, I would say like one of. Yeah, it's. Well, you you mentioned actually the city the state has been alluded to already in this podcast. Florida. Nope. Very Florida story. Maryland. I don't. Maryland,
1: you got it. Okay. Bingo. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm funny, sure the committee member the listening crime, is like, "Fuck! He already said it, you idiot! He was listening. Why weren't you paying attention?" Sorry, yeah. Nah. See, if I'm you sure were, nobody
0: was listening. If
1: you were living abroad and you heard read that story, you'd be like, "Dude, every car is stolen in Maryland." You know, it sounds like <laughs> the most dangerous.
0: <laughs> it's all they do is
1: steal vehicles. I can't can't go to Maryland. You'll get you'll get carjacked and then a yeah. gun will pull be pulled on you and all this. It's like, yeah, dude. I mean shit is constantly happening in the United States. It's not like we yeah. live in the safest like my bu- place.
0: My buddy was here yesterday and he was gonna park on the street in downtown Orlando and he's like, is it safe here? I'm like, dude, I don't know. There's other cars here. Like people wouldn't park here if it was every day cars were getting fucking destroyed or stolen, you know? But maybe. I mean, maybe Maryland, apparently
1: (laughs) you you should have been like, dude, it's not Baltimore. God, what do you think this is?
0: (laughs) You think they would then at least put a sign up that says, hey, listen, you can park here, but there's a pretty good fucking chance your car's going to get vandalized. Yeah, they would as, as a
1: courtesy. Dude, I used to park my car at the radio station in Cleveland and on one street, you were perfectly fine. Then there was like the next block over. Every car's window was broken into. Like they just oh, walked Jesus. down the street, smash, take shit, smash, take shit, smash, take shit. And guess whose car was parked on that street? Oh yeah. Not little Matthew, was it? Oh, little Matthew, man. Yeah. Oh, awful. Ash trash booty cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> the worst. Oh, I'm sorry. Worst luck ever. So, yeah, I mean... Would they steal? No sign. Good? Nothing. There was nothing in there to steal. <laughs> <laughs> Shitty 95 Oldsmobile Cutlass Sierra, bro. Sick. I'm rolling around like Tupac. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty dope. Cody is here. Uh, Leanne is here. Hello, Leanne. Shout out to Leanne for being here. Hello. How are you? Cody is here as well. Cody says... Get the kids Kindle off Amazon way cheaper and kids won't break it. Says Cody. All right, there you go. Get them a Kindle. Cody, do you yeah, leave I mean, you there? Are, there are other toys
0: like that. Whatever I was fondling around with for hours when I was a kid didn't cost
1: that much. So just get <laughs> something like that. <laughs> all right. Let me write that one down. Remember, I heard that it's happening next week. I'll get it all ready here. What is this? We're an hour into it. Jeez. All right, we gotta wrap this up. One hour, one min fondling hours for free. All right, there you go. That's it for the show. Thank you so much for for being here. Look, I totally forgot to do this whole thing. Can you hit the subscribe button if you're here? Hit subscribe, please. Uh, like button, thumbs up if you enjoyed the fuck you money. I'm sorry if it was another fucking lecture seminar i didn't no, want it to be this was, I'm, I'm trying it was very inspirational nah, i'm trying to figure that out i wanted to just be you and me having fun you know I okay but here. it was
0: it was good stop stop it
1: it's Ugh, awful ass trash booty cheeks Follow this non-financial advisor on all social media. His name's at Pike Taylor Radio. He's a good dude. He just had a whole pouch of tuna as well. I am at Sparks Radio on all social media. Look, I got a computer and a chair and a printer on the floor. Just, stuff just keeps accumulating in the background here. It just keeps. Well, <laughs> what a mess. Yeah, it's becoming a mess. I got to clean that up. That's it for the show. Thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate it. Any last words there, Pike? Those are over motherfuckers now get out of here.